welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we smash apart the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe into one-minute chunks so we can analyze them in scrupulous detail. I'm Kyle Olson from the Road to Infinity podcast. Hey, and I'm Rob Cabosco and Kyle. Yes, sir. Godzilla movies. Oh, okay, sure. Off the top of your head, uh-huh. what's what's your favorite? Let's see. Yeah, what was the... Was it just called God, the last one that came out? Uh, not the, before King of Monsters was just Godzilla? Yeah, that was the Godzilla one, right? Yeah, I like that. I like, I like that one. It, oh. it has its issues, okay. Uh, but like you can kind of respect it as a as a sort of disaster movie and stuff too. And sure. I really, I really like the Godzilla fight monsters. At the end, I mean, the crack in the jaw open and pirate pouring atomic breath down his throat. And oh, nice. Yeah, there's some good stuff in there. It, it, just like with any of them, it takes a while to get to the monster fighting stuff. Right, 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 right. But now, yeah, I dig it. I, I will just tell you that I grew up huge fan of Godzilla. Sure. Because from like 1954 to 1975, there's just a ton. There's like 15 Godzilla movies oh, right yeah. from that era. King Kong versus Godzilla mm-hmm. 62. Love that yep. one because that's the God. That's the King Kong two that I was familiar with. Uh, Son of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Loved. I love that one. Right. Is that, then, God- is that with Godzuki? Yeah, I think so. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now I, like many people, was really up and hyped for the infamous TriStar Godzilla. Ah, uh, yes. In 1998, I was, I was actually working at a movie theater when that came out, and so the amount of hype <laughs> was unbelievable. It was pretty much. I don't know if any of you were young enough to not know about this. That was this is the Godzilla, the infamous Godzilla with Matthew Broderick, it's Roland Emmerich, uh, yeah. the Independence Day guys. Like, okay. Yeah, it's a bomb. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. it's, it's insanity. It's, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah. Now, so I lost my I lost my taste for Godzilla after that. To be honest with you, I've seen I think all the movies since then, but I'm just like, ah, eh, that just that killed my Godzilla thing. Yeah. But the one of the things I always love about Godzilla, even when I was growing up, is I loved the his I loved his spiny back. Mm. I loved when it would yeah. it would energize. Yeah. I loved like his power, the vertebrae, all yep. that stuff. Okay, where where am I going with this? <laughs> We'll have a little bit. I had a, a little Rob had a little flashback ah. in in this minute of our movie here in minute seventy six. Spirit of seventy six, uh, two thousand eight's Incredible Hulk movie directed by Louis Leterrier. Yeah, we're gonna get some full on spine action. So we we pick up where we left off, which is with a helicopter, a chopper. A whirly bird. That's pretty much all the euphemisms I can find for helicopter. That's it, right? <laughs> I thought there'd be a lot. I thought I could go on a whole list, but no, it's not. And so we see military, military, military. They're doing all the military stuff. And then we go to uh, Emil, giving himself a pep talk, I guess. Maybe he's like, you know, he's psyching himself up. He's like, you can do this, Emil. You can make this happen. You can go out. I don't know why his voice is so high when he talks to himself, but that's just how he is. Quickly, it, it goes from that to a... <laughs> Good Lord, what have I done? <laughs> what is wrong with me? Because that's only they, they, obviously they've they've really uh, made Tim Roth. They they make him really pale. I don't know, sweaty. And, you know, he's very pallid. There we go, pallid. That's the word I was looking for. Oh, nice. Uh, and then and then that's only him up until the the neck. From there on down, that's all CG, baby. They've they've taken his tattoos and put them on a, a CG body to make it all. Stringing stuff. Very actually, I, I was thinking you were thinking Godzilla. I was thinking the Machinist. Oh wow, like he's Be- very Christian Bale, you know, all gaunt and. Well, it's a. This is an interesting way to do this. You have this great. It's an interesting camera movement, and I'm. And of course, we're going to overanalyze it now, right? Oh, of course. It's this. You know, typical. You would think a barracks sort of style lavatory with a series of sinks, and the showers are right there with no doors or anything. Everything is just all right. open. And this had to be real. I oh, can't yeah. imagine they would build this whole thing just for this shot. So there's. I couldn't find anything in the commentary. On the right. Notes, uh, but I think this was actually like uh, part of the military base that they shot on. Uh, this looks, yeah. I mean, why would you? Well, I mean, again, who knows? But yeah, why, why would, would you build rebuild entire, this? But, right. 
Who knows? But you know, you add some extra lighting and stuff. But okay, but so you you you're panning over the stall like sort of the the mid wall, and you can only see him from the back. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a it's kind of a wide shot, and it's slowly you know just as kind of moving across. And then there's a beam that obscures him. Yeah. And then immediately cuts to just his full face. Mm-hmm. And then there's this really creepy moment where he's looking at himself. He looks gaunt. Yeah. And then it cuts to the profile shot, and then you hear a very disgusting crackle. <laughs> yeah. And he kind of looks over to his right, and then that's when the camera then shows you the full torso shot. Yeah. And my God, he looks sunken in. The Machinist is a great connection to this. Yeah. He looks sunken. Yeah, because he's, he's, not, just his entire he's body. not bulking up. Like, I mean, like, you know, you would think if, well, these treatments go, like, we saw, well, well we, we will see, but now here looking back, what happens when Captain America gets his treatment? He goes from skinny little Steve to, you know, bulked out Chris Evans. But, like, this is the, it almost is like his body's eating itself in this because, like, he's actually yes. getting smaller. Yes. It's, it's like, you know, it's everything is, is sort of um, pulling in as opposed to bulking out. And, yeah, and then, as you say, as we, as we pull back, then we see the ridges on his spine start to stick out. And the thing is, surprising to me is like, I've seen this movie a couple times. I mean, it's not one of my favorites, but I probably have seen it, I don't know, four or five times compared to some of the other Marvel movies. That's a very low number. Uh, just, sure. You know, my obsessions. But I forgot this scene existed because in my head, he gets the treatment, has the fight in at Culver University, you know, gets sort of, does his little Captain America spiel, jumps up and then he gets beaten up. He comes back and then later on, has another treatment thing, and then turns into the full monster. I forgot this part existed, and and I don't like it. Oh, interesting. Like I don't I like because there's nothing specifically in the treatment he was getting that should have made him monster esque. Like he's been getting like the Captain America treatment essentially. Like he's been, you know, getting that kind of stuff. So why is he turning reptilian because of that? It it doesn't make any sense. Well, maybe because well, it it could be tainted, and it's also eh. because it's it's injection on top of injection. I guess so. Injection, but then why? But the spine thing, like what? I mean, yeah, we're gonna see. I know, I know. I'm already thinking about what we're going to see instead of what we're right, seeing. Right, but right. like this scene really really annoys me. Like I kind of wish it wasn't here, <laughs> because uh, my. My my fan canon uh, is much is much more exciting to me than what they actually did. Now, totally taking it in the moment in the sixty seconds we're reviewing. Yeah, I did like it because one, it showed his fear yeah. of what is about to happen. What's he about to transform into? Sure. And I really like the way this was shot of the big reveal of the the vertebrae. Oh, it's it's a it is yeah. a great shot. It is and I don't I, I, even watching it. I don't know how they did it. He's looking at himself in the mirror, and so you're seeing him in the mirror as it pulls back. And I thought maybe they were doing like Terminator Two, right. where they have two. So they CGI'd his right. body twice right. in the same shot and then added that thing in the back. I mean, that's... Well, that's a that's lot of a tracking. Lot of, that's, a lot a, that, that's a lot of placement and stuff. But what it is, yeah. in terms of composition, right. I love this idea of as, you in, as you're in focus with his vertebrae and what's going on there, the monster is being born. Mm-hmm. You see him looking at the reflection of, okay, not again to get too deep. It's him looking at his pathetic self that's actually the self that lives inside him. Ooh, Wow. I will say he's looking at the inner Emilia. He does he, not like what he, he sees. doesn't like what he sees, and yet, and now bursting out of him mm-hmm. is the true rage and anger that has lived inside this broken man. Oh, I, wow! I may have gone. I may have gone too far. <laughs> everyone, everyone who's seen this is like, <laughs> oh, oh my I don't god! Think even dude. The filmmakers put that much thought into this scene. <laughs> Wouldn't it be cool as if his spine was breaking out of the back? Yeah, let's do that. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, sure. <laughs> 
So then uh, we, we cut to uh, another another long tracking shot. Like, uh, once again, uh, Louis gets to break out his crane cam. Uh, and uh, in the commentary, they talked about the fact that uh, these rotors are not real. Right. So because they had to have this elaborate shot of going across the top of it, as we see, and then it goes, the camera drops down below the rotors and then to the door and then follows Emil into the helicopter. It's a really impressive shot for, for a... For a nothing scene. Really nice shot. I mean, like, they really put a lot of work into this. Like, right. It, you know, I'm hoping it wasn't the Kubrickian standards of, like, 127 times to try and get the exact coordination of that right. But it's a really cool shot. And then they go in and, and he sits down. And interestingly, he's dressed in a gray uniform. I'm not sure why. All the other soldiers in that scene are wearing their typical camo. But Emil is in a gray uniform, which we haven't really seen. Before. Like, it's even different than the outfit he wore when they were down in Brazil. Like, he's in definitely, like, an special ops thing. I don't know if that's just for us to maybe visually identify him later on. It's weird, like he's almost wearing like uh, gray pajamas in the middle of all stuff with his tack vest on and, and all this other stuff. They look like a little bit like a yeah. halo suit or like, you know, just it has that kind of like color combination. I really do think it is just because yeah. we want to we want to mark that yeah. character or he couldn't find any camos that would fit his spine. <laughs> Either way, he had to get the one size fit all thing. Hey, do you have those five foot two camos that have extra room in the back? What you don't see is is the cuffs all rolled up because they didn't quite fit right. Yeah, we. Oh, we love we love Mr. Roth. We're just. (laughs) Uh, So he sits down, and then another soldier, which once again could not find this guy because they're all credited as soldier, not like helicopter soldier or talking soldier or how you feel, man. Soldier says, "How you feeling, man." Not seen by rack by self doubt at this point because he says like a monster. Oh, and it's and it's yeah evil. And the only thing that makes it more evil, he's halfway to Zombieville. Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's like, just sitting with those guys. He does not look good. He's got pale skin. Yeah, red around the eye sockets, dripping wet. <laughs> he's he looks really bad. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So obviously he's uh, ready to rock, and unfortunately we're we're uh, we're got to leave him here. We're not, we're not going to check in with Emil for a while here because we we have another story we need to tell. So Uh-oh. cut back to the uh, the university, Greyburn University, uh, and we have Doctor Stearns. So he whips the plastic off his restraint table, and the thing is, he didn't know Bruce was coming. He didn't know Mister Green would be showing up ever, but he had this table there already. So. What has he been doing with this table with with restraints all over it? Oh wow! Right? We just got way creepier. I, I'm just I don't know. I I mean, maybe it's totally benign. You know, maybe it's just for uh, well, you know. Maybe he's... he has a diabetic that's on staff that he no, helps out. I... They do a lot of testing. You have a problem with needles? Maybe this would be the only way. No. It's like no. to get a rob, you know, you put him on the table. You have to strap him down in order to, you know, to oh, take geez. 20 cc's of blood. First of all, if you if you walked me into that room, you'd have a slapjack. And you'd, <laughs> and you'd have to make sure I was standing next to the to the platform so I could fall onto it. But yeah. you wouldn't. Yeah. No. This looks like the most evil dentist's <laughs> office ever. Because the lighting above it, like it's 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 this huge, like I don't even know what you want to say, a canopy yeah. mm-hmm. of like the lights that not that you necessarily find in an operating room, the lights you find like in an old dentist office. Yeah, and it I, just was kind of funny. I like the fact that nothing matches either. Oh no, it's all like, everything is just like all piecemeal. Yeah, all put together. Uh, if you look uh, on the far right side of the screen, you'll see he has the machine that goes ping, ping. <laughs> 
I, I really couldn't identify any of this stuff. It's all uh, weird. It all seems to be very. It, well, their their production design did a great job in this one too, because everything is well disguised from whatever it originally was uh, into whatever they made it into. Yeah, this this is all, this is all repurposed technology. Yeah, with soldering and and duct tape and That's paint right, with some with some movie magic put on top of it. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. So and that, and unfortunately, that is where the minute ends. Well, that's it. Yeah, we get Stearns is is preparing to do something to uh, Bruce, but we don't know what. All we know is now he, you know, that plastic, I'm sure, kept everything nice and sterile. We're forgiven now for our Godzilla interlude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, this was, this is just not, this just is not, it. This is not a whole lot going what on. Happened. I'd say this, this we did have, I, I did like the, the vertebrae scene, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, I yeah we're, I'd say this is where we're, we're midway into act three and we're still like uh, setting things up, but we're, we're getting ready for a, for another major uh, CGI fest to happen in, in this very room. It's going to get pretty exciting here and uh, pretty scary for some people in the next couple of minutes. In the meantime, uh, we are doing our best to keep you updated as to all the exciting things that are going on. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. We are on uh, pretty much any social media that we can get our hands on that somebody has claimed the next reel. Can I tell you something about Twitter? Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, tell me something about follow, Twitter. Follow the next reel on Twitter. Not only is it by all of the, the great people who put all the things together over the next reel, mm-hmm. some fantastic imagery... I mean, every every announcement of every minute that comes out, you totally don't want to miss these. Absolutely, please follow them on Twitter. And our own Pete is doing his best to to make really cool art for each and every episode of this very podcast. So if you're not yes. if you're not following on the thing, you're not seeing all the great uh, work that he's been doing. So uh, yeah, definitely follow the next reel, and you'll find out everything going on about this podcast and all the other great podcasts we have here on the Next Reel Network. Thank you all for listening. Uh, we'll be here next time for minute seventy seven. Hope you had a smashing good time. Until next time, true believers. Bye.